0: going on out there this is the turn two terribles podcast coming to you live here tonight this is wednesday 4:20, bro blaze it uh we got a lot to talk about this week uh we had bristol dirt this past week uh we had the world of outlaws uh at i-55 we had the all-stars kick off their points season a lot pa weekly shows big i-racing week for us our championship week is here and uh, just a lot of other stuff going on. I'm here joined by Josh Aaron and Chris Lynn. We got Chris with a camera now. <laughs> you know, you can kind of his face. face. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and yeah. he's probably got about he's probably got about five hundred dollars worth sitting behind them there. Just just yeah, sitting on a right. gold mine back there yeah, with the Hoosier tire. <laughs> Still got a lot of tread. <laughs> hey, you I mean. Maybe Danny Dietrich could it, use it for Bloom. Yeah, maybe it would make him go to bloom. I don't know. <laughs> so let's get into it, guys. Uh let's let's start off with the obviously Bristol dirt this past week. Um pretty wild. Uh it was a big success in comparison to last year, I think the whole weekend. They had to deal with some weather on Sunday, um and I guess Saturday morning as well. But everything went off pretty well. Great racing throughout. Uh, starting with the trucks. Um, ben Rhodes comes away with the win. Uh, Buddy Kofoid made his debut in Kyle Bush's 51 um, and was really strong. Um, took himself out late. Uh, he had a lot of cup guys in there. He had Joey Logano. You had Austin Dillon in there. They were running pretty strong. You saw three. Uh, Chase Elliott was also in the number seven. Um, you know, th- three, four wide racing at time, guys. I, I It was yep. blowing my mind how good that track was.
1: Yep. I think it was a what much, you... much better improvement than last year. I mean, it, it was it it was impressive.
0: Yeah, it was it was really interesting. Uh, I guess going into the season, they changed the way the progressive banking was, and just made a lot of different adjustments to the way they laid the dirt out this year on the track, and it was perfect. It, it really was great. Uh, they were, it wasn't just a one lane, you know, race down on the bottom. And that if you slipped up off the bottom, like normal short track racing on asphalt, you know if you slip up from the bottom and you get freight trained on the bottom, it wasn't like that. You can run multiple lines. The track was changing. You you saw guys uh, where they were able to keep up with the like the track conditions, which is not something uh, these asphalt guys necessarily have to do as much as dirt. I mean, you still have to adjust it as an right. on the asphalt to the way the lines change and everything, but it's much more uh accelerated on dirt i think uh, cuz it, it changes every couple laps yeah and um, shout
1: out to uh Time majeski he was he didn't end up finishing very well but he was fairly dominant in everything else he was in and never ran dirt before and he was looking good out there and then also shout out to fellow e-racer uh parker clergerman the top 5 which is yeah. huge that's a, such a small team that's huge for them,
0: yeah, um at, at the end there, I mean Ben Rhodes, he's not really a dirt racer either he's run well on dirt when they'd run, but he's not known to be a dirt racer, uh he won both stages, was kind of behind the eight ball there in the final stage, drove his ass up and got up to the lead uh Carson Hosevar was leading late there um he actually led 55 laps of this race, and uh, he looks strong, but uh, he has some of a dirt background. Disappointing for him, but a very, very strong run for a, another smaller team, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's a couple guys up there. I mean, you had Logano and Chase Elliott, sixth and seventh. Uh, they ran okay, but they were never really contended for the win. They just ran strong.
1: What about, uh, I don't even remember who it was, the two trucks that got stuck together? yeah no, so <laughs> Benedetto.
0: <laughs> Benedetto himself, right? That was yeah. crazy. That doesn't even make sense. How many, that how, will, you, how I, that even happened I think that was Matt de Benedetto and Austin Wayne's Self. Yeah, that's. Yeah. de Benedetto just did a normal slider, just touched bumpers enough, and uh they locked. And it was kind, it was good on them. They didn't wreck. You yeah, know, I don't know how was, they
1: didn't tear some each other's trucks up, but they just yeah. were able to slow down together and hold hands.
2: Yeah, It I was would have been smarter to just turn left and unhook them.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't... It, turn it was, left and spin them out, and hopefully I don't unhook them out if it was. They, it was like pretty locked, so... You, you, Yeah, you gotta understand, like, they ran around the track for about a whole lap, hooked yeah. like that. Didn't tear anything up. They had to come to a stop pretty much simultaneously without doing that. And then, I mean, they had to red flag the race to get them get them apart. And, and <laughs> they ended up finishing the race, I believe. Um... Way far down though it looks like. Sucks for them, but actually they finished thirty fifth and thirty sixth. But they were running every truck. All thirty six trucks were running at the end of this race. It was like the first time in how long for the truck series? Yeah. <laughs> uh, another thing that I saw on Twitter uh, was that this was the most viewed truck race at Bristol since the inaugural event back in nineteen ninety six. One of the one of the top truck races of all time, just viewership wise. One of the better was, ones
1: of all time, I think. I mean, it, it yeah. really was. I mean, dirt or not dirt, it was one of the better truck races at Bristol.
0: I do want to take a second and talk talk a little more about uh, Buddy Kaufood because he just ran here in his sprint car last last weekend um, on Saturday and won at Lincoln here. And uh, there, he's a young kid. He's a Toyota driver. He's midget champion, I believe, and and he's won a lot at a young age. And finally, starting to get some at uh, some stock car experience here in first first race. I mean, he probably it was him and Ben Rhodes. Actually, him and Ben Rhodes are racing together, and that's how he just uh, stepped on it, looped it. Uh, but he was impressive. Uh, I don't know if what you guys think there yeah, about yeah. that.
1: He ran really good. One of the heats, he was he was running really good. Um, he's got I think bad luck.
0: Yeah, yeah bad
2: overheated, luck. right? So, yeah. Oh, impressive for sure. I mean, it's a whole different thing. He goes from midgets, sprint cars, everything like that, to jumping in a truck, y'all. It gets it's, it's on dirt, but it's a whole different thing. So. Impressive coming from the back all the way to the front and kept it clean up until he, he just, you know, got on the brake too hard there when Ben Rhodes slid him and just lost it. And that's just part of his learning in a big stock car.
1: Well, and then again, you know, not just to go to any team, but to get a chance on Kyle Busch Motorsports to go to, you know, a big team and just get time in a truck on a team like that. It's going to help him out in the future for sure.
0: But it's sure. not as easy either, even though he's in great equipment. To never have raced in a in a truck before, right. to basically live up to the billing. I mean, he if he didn't make that mistake there, yep. he you might be talking about him being a winner in his first ever race. It was right. it was really impressive.
2: Right. He was definitely fast enough to maybe make it fun with, with Ben Rhodes there. But Ben Rhodes definitely had the best, best truck, I think, all night. And he kind of put himself behind the yeah. eight ball by not
0: pitting after that first stage, but. He overcame it, so good for him. Yeah, absolutely. So then on Sunday, we had uh, the cup race, Easter Sunday. Uh, this one got a little crazy, to say the least. <laughs> a little bit crazier than the truck race, to be honest. Um, it, one, the weather didn't look great. And everybody was like, uh, oh, you know, uh, You know, are we going to have a repeat of last year? Because it, it didn't look good on Monday either. They're right. like, maybe we could run a Tuesday yes nascar stuck to their guns man and they they got that in even though it was raining probably most of the race um they had two rain delays uh just a wild race kyle bush ends up walking away with the win after uh tyler reddick and chase briscoe get together in the final corner <laughs> and uh spin out tough luck for reddick briscoe driving hard just drives it in the three and four real deep Uh, tries to get right next to Redick and ends up just drifting up into him, spinning him out. Redick still finishes second, but just gets passed by Kyle Busch at the line. Um, Kyle Busch was probably going to be one of the... I want to say one of the last people that I had to win. I would have probably picked him over like a Joey Logano from last year. Um, But definitely the the dirt ringers were out there with the fast they were the fastest cars out there larson briscoe reddick even christopher bell at times they were constantly up there in that top five if not leading the race um but there's just so many variables with the rain delays and uh there's quite a few accidents in this one um but it was it was a wild race yep
1: yep uh I'm slowly becoming a Briscoe fan, but he did what he had to do to try to win it. He wasn't going to follow him and get in second, so...
2: It It was was... almost like he drove in there and realized it was going to end very terribly and decided to basically lock it down. It was just too late. Yep. And then just caught him right in that really bad part in that left corner, so... Reddick's going to get wins, though. He's been fast all year. RCR, Chevy, all of them as a whole have been fast. He's going to get one. He just needs some luck to go his way. Before it was always keeping him from destroying his race, and now it's just
0: getting things to fall his way. We have somebody in the chat saying, sleep on Rowdy, but he has a lot of dirt experience. He does have some dirt experience. He ran he a won. late model. He won at Eldora, I think, back in the day in he the did late model Dream or whatever race. Um, I think he actually, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure he ran a late model at Williams Group before. He didn't win, but he ran one at Williams Group before. I might be wrong. I, uh, I could have swore I saw that a couple years ago. Um, it,
1: I thought it was a little bit uh, ironic that he's already made comments this year about the uh, Bowman backing into a win. And then, <laughs> it, you
0: know, he was he also got one, won, but he was also one vocal about saying that Dirt's taking the, the series yeah. backwards. Yeah. And I then think,
1: he'll, he'll, take his, that, uh, he'll take his 60th win and run with it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Gets him into the playoffs too when he didn't look like he was strong enough to win some races here. You know what I mean? He's been up and down, not he's to been, ever count him out of winning, but you know, he I would that, say he one Gibbs of the general hasn't been great. I think he's been one of the better Toyotas all year, at least consistently.
2: consistently. Yeah, uh, that's, that's not gonna do it though. But you know, things change yeah. when you get the summer months, who knows? But he yeah, was the only true. guy vocal. There's a lot of vocal guys against like Harvick had a lot of comments after his issues on sunday night larson didn't want the windshield in it. there there's a lot of guys like, vocal about not being excited about taking these cars to the bristol dirt i think it worked
0: out okay but i think there's a lot of things they can fix there's it- things that they could improve i don't think they have to fix anything i think they did a really great job um again th- this was another race where i couldn't believe we we're to cup cars with how damp it was, the track conditions. Uh, two rain delays. They had to caution, uh, throw caution, like about 15 laps in, because cars were getting caked with mud. Um, we actually had a couple cars. Uh, Ross Chastain, I believe, was one. Denny Hamlin was another, where they had engine issues, probably because of all the mud getting into the and in, into the radiator and and, and uh, overheating the motors and just causing causing failures and uh, but. Overall, I mean, they kept up with the track. They ran through a lot of light rain, albeit, and, and got the full thing in and had a hell of a finish and a hell of a race. It was good racing throughout. Lines were changing, like I said before, and um, there's a lot of surprises. I, I think I, I didn't. For me, I did not expect Michael McDowell to finish up there because he's not a dirt guy. Hey, McDriver, bro. He's a good he's driver. driver. I, he's a driver. Make
2: driver. He's a Daytona 500 champion.
0: You want to talk about backing into a win? I was, um, trying, I was trying to find the, it, but... the <laughs> yeah.
1: Jeff Gluck uh, tweet. Sixty-one um, percent of people said that it was a good race, but okay. it ranks number nine of ten so far in 2022.
0: I thought it was a great race, and I don't I'm think also it was, a dirt guy. So,
1: and real I don't quick, the
2: fair thing. Go ahead, Chris. But... I don't think that's a fair because no one wanted to. We talked, I think, a little bit last week. Bristol's everyone's favorite short track. If you took that away and put dirt on it. You're gonna, I don't know. I think it was a good race. It could be. There's some things that were like annoying that we'll get to with the broadcast side, but yeah, um, the race itself, I think, was as best you could hope for. A little bit of carnage, remind you of old Bristol. They finally have a classic finish to go back against like 99 Earnhardt and Labonte. So mm-hmm. we're watching this one for a while, and that's that's great. So.
1: And I had to go find it. I didn't want to get it wrong. But the truck race was officially the seventh mode, seventh most viewed truck race of all time.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that was the night. I mean, night before Easter. But I don't know if that has anything to do with it. But it was on FS1. This the the cup race was on Big Fox. Yep. You know, and it's impressive. And the truck. I think the truck race was definitely the better race out of the two, just because of the track conditions. But the cup race is still really, really good. Uh, the, there there's a lot of craziness uh, at the end of stage two, which started raining. There was confusion on who was actually the leader because they freezed the field. There was a whole debate. There's a lot of people angry when because they thought they were they thought they were going to call it. They're like, oh, it's going to rain. It's going to wash the track out. And... Man, NASCAR stuck with it, and they didn't have to deal with it, which is good. good that's a stupid rule.
1: I loved in the interviews the drivers <laughs> just doubling down, and they'd say, well, you're in 12th. And they're like, no, I'm in 4th. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I get it, but for me, I just I I understand dumb, pitch strategy. but I think
2: it's a dumb application of the rule that they yeah. tried to pull there, so that's just my take.
0: Hopefully yeah, they so... don't do that.
2: If you go down pit road, you just lose your spot that should just be boom done i get and just let them roll around all together and bring them back in if you have to fix scoring that way then do it that way but that would have been such an easy fix and they got saved by restarting that race or all it, they were, chase first go to win that. i think that that a lot of people been, angry. i saw
1: and that i saw that and know I, I it you know it is a good point i did see it on social media but there there might be some validity to it that that second restart maybe only happened so that they didn't end the race on with that cluster of not knowing what's going on that
0: would be i think i think 100%. i also think they owed it to the fans who came out and to get it in to get the whole thing in. i mean it didn't even end that late i think it ended at like what quarter to 11 or something maybe yeah, it wasn't it wasn't terribly
2: late as far as rain delays go no
0: the rain delays were only about 15, 20 minutes, and then they were back out on the track. You know what I mean? That's one of the nice I things think. about dirt, and the fact that it didn't rain that hard. If it would have rained no. a lot harder, we wouldn't. it would be a totally different story.
1: I think it was only 45 minutes total of delay. So I don't
0: know. Uh, Between two of yeah, them. Yeah,
1: yeah. So not terrible at all. I mean, you know, shout out to Bristol for having two rain delays, still running it, and only being
2: delayed that long. Mm-hmm. How, how long was Martinsville delayed? It didn't feel like as long as probably it like about the there. same amount of time, about yeah, a half right. hour. Yeah. But the air Titans there; they just they make that place dry so fast because we literally they went to the campsite, got there, like they're getting ready to refire our engines. We gotta walk back. I was just wondering if anyone knew how long that was. It wasn't; it didn't feel very long.
0: So they did announce already. Um, Bristol Dirt will be back in 2023. We don't know the date yet. I would imagine, you know probably the same date i think if it ain't broke don't fix it until it's broke you know because they had one of their highest rated cup races of the year viewership wise uh a lot of people seemed positive with it except for i mean there's all the people that love bristol asphalt are just they're gonna say bristol dirt sucks you know what i mean just and, and i get it uh but until they find another track that they could run dirt on I do think they should... Have, I, I, I'm a fan of them doing a dirt race, one dirt race a year for the Cup Series. You know, I mean, the truck's been doing it for a while. They have two of them now. And until they find another track that they're comfortable taking Cup to, just keep doing it at Bristol.
2: So for That's reference,
0: if they keep Easter weekend again,
2: they get away with it next year because you know, Easter moves every year. It's yeah. uh, April 9th next year if they do it Easter Sunday night again.
0: That it, 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 One... It was they're better with the, them doing it at night with the dust and everything. But they're going but just, the wrong way. <laughs> it, it, they yeah, come it's, early. Still, it's still too early in the, in the year. It's too cold. I get it's Tennessee. It's too cold, man. It's just, you know, it's not like. NASCAR fans aren't like PA sprint car fan diehards where we're going to go out in February when snow's still on the ground to go watch oh, sprint cars. That, that, NASCAR that Cup fans are, I don't want to say fair weather. You have diehard fans, but. They're they're not, and it doesn't also doesn't always produce the best racing either.
2: For sure, that's something that I, they'd have to figure out how to make that work in the schedule. And I know May, the May schedule, they could move things around, especially for like day races. Even like moved Dover up maybe or something like that.
0: I, if me personally, I would flip, I would put Talladega before Martinsville and Bristol. Move Martinsville and Bristol back two weeks. Easy enough, you know, and. and you know, then it's because then you want, then you have your night races, and then if you're at, if you're at the very end of April, beginning of May, it's not so bad. Yeah, for sure. Um, I do want to let's. We need to talk about this. <laughs> NASCAR on Fox absolutely blows. <laughs> I I have not been a fan of it for a long time. I think the 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 like you watch the pre race, the segments they do are corny as shit. Uh, Mike Joy is like the only enjoyable thing out of the broadcast. war is not bad. Jeff Gordon was okay. Uh, I hate it. Me personally, I'm I'm gonna get chastised for it. I hated Daryl Waltrip, man. And he was the worst person to bring in here to Bristol Dirt. He, I'd rather listen to DW if like when they're going to Darlington, that would have made more sense to me. Bristol Dirt doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, he doesn't know anything about the car, he doesn't know anything about Dirt really. But it. I guess it worked out, but I want to know how Fox hurt Jimmy. Dang, You
2: <laughs> <laughs> just want to know how. <laughs> yeah, I do want to know how.
0: You have your best truck race in years. One of the you just you said <laughs> <stood> it, <a> Josh. Seventh <laughs> oh, highest of all time. Thirteen laps to go. They're they're battling for the win. You have Ben Rhodes and Buddy Kofoy charging in the top five. They to come. They're the fastest trucks on the track. They go Fox side by side. Two commercial break. Buddy Coffoid spins. They don't cut away... Like, if they're side-by-side... Si- first of all, the fact that they're even going to commercial break... Right, go 13 minutes to go on a half-mile track is absolutely asinine. Okay. Side-by-side, <laughs> side, caution happens. They still throw another six commercials on before they go back full screen until they could tell you what's going on.
1: Right. It's,
0: right. it's not the first time it's happened. It probably won't be the last. They're absolutely horrendous. I, I, I think NBC is more um they're a little more aware of the situation they do their homework for one and they they won't necessarily do that like if a caution's tap something's happening they will pull back from going to commercial they do a good job with it net fox doesn't man they're just so i don't know and, and just there's the broadcasting of it all has just for me hasn't been good for years it's been going on a steady decline and that, it's that type of stuff where it's just like they don't care, they don't, they don't understand. They got so many like facts wrong about dirt that it was, it was cringe. It was yeah. very cringy.
1: Yeah, I, I, you know, I am not, I'm you know, I'm warm on Clint Boyer. I think it depends on who he's with. And Clint yeah, Boyer like and DW, I, like was, I don't think that was, you know, DW shouldn't have been there. Like you said, it's Bristol. He's the king of Bristol, but not Bristol dirt.
2: Menzie's Absolutely ESPN was ESPN was worse. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel, will ever go back. Daniel Menzi's coming in here.
0: Fox isn't cutting it anymore. Go back to ESPN. ESPN was bad, but they have the ESPN's getting at bad at everything tried. in my opinion in sports.
2: But except for the One, which I don't even they they, they don't even do. They don't All project, they do is they, they, they it. They just simulcast
0: Sky Sports. So. Maybe Sky Sports should come do it. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, they got to do something. I, I I would love to see NBC take it over full time. I think they do a fantastic job. I look for that halfway point in the year. That second. I'm glad that they do the playoffs because they do such a good job in the crunch time They with everything. They also got Dale Jr. Except for this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna
2: see, do you think that helps them, having Junior up there, or is he going to get frustrated? It'll help your well, numbers. I'm gonna he's not, I don't think he's gonna say anything bad about Fox because that's probably in the contract. But I'm you sure know. he's gonna have opinions that I would love to hear about in ten years when he's allowed to do it on his podcast.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know how it's gonna Dale Junior's pretty good at uh at, at doing the broadcasting, I think. Um I think him and Clint he's be not good together. Best, but he's good.
1: Yeah, I think him and Clint, I think I'm interested to see that. I mean Yeah. My favorite so far, I think, is probably Chad Canals and Clint Boyer. I mean, those two together. I mean, Mike Joy's a staple. I think that's what the problems they gotta find a new staple and they just haven't found it yet. Mm-hmm. And
0: I really like Tony Stewart and him. I thought yep. Tony did a really good job. I thought and they bounced, they bust each other's balls. Yep. Kinda made it enjoyable, especially during dry parts of the race. But um, Chad Canales is very knowledgeable, but he's kind of dry to me. Yeah, yeah. But I I, you know, they do work well together. I do. I do. I think Clint brings the best out of Chad.
2: No more Danica.
0: <laughs> no more. Danica. Absolutely no Danica. <laughs> Please no Danica. And Dude, if you're,
2: here's a rhetorical thing: if you know, so I guess CBS probably has him, but Alan Bestwick is out there. Mm. Go get him. There's your guy. Just really, go. I would My love choice. to see.
0: You. I would love to see CBS come back and take over.
2: Or, or that. That's the other. That I mean, would be it, Fox, fantastic. If you're Fox, go get Alan Bestwick. I mean, so the, S- the SRX
0: stuff. The SRX uh, stuff. Sorry. Oh, you're good. Is
1: that who does SRX B CBS? I don't I didn't remember that.
0: Yes. Yeah, yes. Yes. My bad.
1: Oh, you're
0: good. Way to hang up. <laughs> 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 live streaming folks um <laughs> um so yeah Dale Jr. was one th- he's not the only thing coming to Talladega and we'll talk about that later in the preview um one last thing to touch upon with NASCAR pretty big news um I wasn't very thrilled about it at first but I, I respect it um North Wilkes Barrel is coming back um they are bringing back grassroots racing um, in August. They will be running asphalt, like late models, modifieds, all that, all month. And then uh, they will be... I don't know. Are they just tearing up the asphalt and going to run the dirt underneath it? But they're going to be running dirt races in October. Yeah, They literally the, said
2: we're using the original dirt. So I don't know if they're serious for what that means, but that sounds they like... They don't
0: have a lot of time in between their schedule races as of right now. When I was looking at the schedule... You got to really tear that asphalt up quick and, and, and form a dirt track. You know, it, even even if you're bringing dirt in to put it over top, like there, it's very.
1: Hey, look what they did to Atlanta and how quick they did that. I won't put anything. past them And out. it was a
0: small track. Yeah. So I'll give it that. When I first saw this, I'm like, can we just let it go? Can we just let the track go? It wasn't a great to me. It wasn't a great track. It's a boring track. It's a very small track. Um, it's just one of those things where we're living in yesteryear. But it's good to see tracks get resurrection rec- resurrected. It's good, um, for, you know, for maybe other tracks across the country that maybe are struggling or have recently closed, that maybe they have hope if they can really get a. You know, a group behind it. Dale Jr. was obviously integral in this. It basically all kick-started when he took a bunch of volunteers to go get it scanned for iRacing. racing. And I'm like, that's cool, that's cool at me. And now they're now they're bringing it back completely. Um, what do you guys think about that?
1: I'm excited. I'm you know, it it, it is you know there is a lot of history there. Um, I think it's it, it's kind of a little bit of a recipe for disaster because they are. Before we ever see anything that we want, you know, that I want to run on it, it's going to be repaved. So it's not going to be the same North Wilkesboro it ever was no. anyway. So I think, you know, I'm looking at it as
2: just a new track,
1: which is exciting.
2: Right, and it's in a market that really could use NASCAR kind of coming home and stop going to these places that don't want them or want them for a short period, and then their attendance is dwindling. Like Go to a smaller place and go back to where you kind of come where you came from a little bit in a historical place and build it up like martinsville does great bristol does great
0: why couldn't north worksboro i me if i had to pick one in that area would be rock i love Rockingham. rockingham i miss rockingham i miss the rock man like that was a great track and uh i know they have their shortcomings and they tried to bring it back and all that but I wish they could, get, and that's kind of, that's still an active track, I believe. I think they have, like, a late model series that goes there and, and all that. I would love to see NASCAR make a return. Now, granted here with the North, North Wilkesboro news, it's only, uh like like I said, grassroots, but there is plans to bring the truck series back there. I don't want to see Cup go there. I'm fine with trucks. I'm fine with the grassroots thing. I'm I'm fine with bringing that back to that capacity. I just don't want to see cup go back there. One, they can't fit all the cars. You can't, you can't run. I, I mean, even back in the day, they would only run maximum 32 cars. There you would have cars going home all the time, which is fine. If you're going to do like a heat race format. Okay. I can I get say. down with it.
1: Maybe they're, maybe they're testing out, a you know, they'll test out a heat format,
0: something like the Coliseum. I liked, but I don't I know. know if I like it for a points race. And I don't think I like it for the Cup Series. Do that yeah. for maybe
2: trucks, maybe change their format, keep it closer to where most of the trucks are based. It would be perfect, kind of like where the truck series started, was halfway split, get rid of the pick crews and just run the cost down a little bit. Even shorten the races some way. Only have one set of tires they can change
0: or something like that. Whatever you, whatever right. you have to do. I mean, but I mean, as far as like bringing back like a local track there, I'm fine with it. I, I don't have a problem with that. It's just the whole, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just salty because I mean it's cool because it's um, basically something Dale Junior. and I racing kickstarted, yep. which is great, you know. But um,
1: and Camden uh, Jester in the Chat said my big thing is I want to see more short tracks, and I do too. I want to see more short tracks until Martinsville, and I want to see them get short <laughs> tracks figured out, the and then I want to, to see up. more t- short tracks.
0: I think. I, I'm the opposite. I, not that I don't want to see more short tracks. It's just I think they have such a good balance right now, of different types of tracks on the schedule. Between road courses, you have a dirt race. You have plenty of shorter tracks. You have unique tracks. I, there are some ones. I mean, because we're getting Gateway, and I know that's a bigger track, but it drives like. I mean, we kind of know like it, it. It runs like a short track, just you know, with some longer straightaways and. I don't know. I just, uh, I think they have a really good thing going on right now. I would hate for them to mess up too much, but I like when they take chances. And, you know, I think there's also a limit, especially with the Cup Series, on how short do you go. And I think North Wilkes Bear is too short. I think it's too small. But we'll see. <clears throat> so that takes care of NASCAR from this past week. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about Dirt, who will touch touch on some of the happenings around there Um, world of outlaws they had a two-day show scheduled at I-55 Friday was canceled Carson Macedo on Saturday night goes on to win a pretty wild uh, feature event Um, one thing to point out was uh, Sheldon Hottenshield going to basically getting 15 minutes to fix his car and rebuild it in the pits I was like come on dude I mean I love watching when the whole crew gets together, like all the teams get together. That's one unique thing about the world of Outlaws. It's your competitors' teams are helping you get you back out on the track. And I like that. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying anything against that, but it just felt like he got more than the two minutes that you're allotted to fix your car and went out and he drove his ass back up. It was a rough track, there's huge ruts. Um, I saw Kenny Wallace post a picture on social media uh i don't know who it was but they were literally laying down in the rut and it was like the it was still over top of them like that's how deep it was in some parts very very rough track made for some dicey racing broke a lot of cars but uh it was it was an exciting feature carson mesito goes out and gets it done um coming up this weekend for them they're they do uh Indiana two-step or whatever you want to call it. They go to Tri-City and Tri-State. So that should be interesting to watch. Uh, one thing I did notice, um, Geo Celsie's coming here to PA, and it looks like the weather's not going to be great. So we'll see if... It, the Outlaws have not had good luck so far this year when it comes to weather. I mean, it's I feel like they have two or three races scheduled every week, and at least one of them gets canceled, if not all of it. Um, so keep your eye on that. Uh, the all-star circuit of champions kicked off their point season at Attica Raceway park. Um, Tyler Courtney swept both nights. Not really surprised there. I mean, I I'm honestly surprised Tyler Courtney still running the all-star uh, circuit. I, I, I thought he would probably bump up to world of outlaws, but I mean, if he could go get all that big money, you know, why not? Um, and then, uh, here in PA last week, Williams Grove, uh, Anthony Macri got the win on Friday night. Uh, Dylan Sissney finished second. And I make a note of that because at Port Royal on Saturday night, Anthony Macri won with Dylan Sissney second again. So it's back-to-back nights where they were the one-two. Uh, tracks here in PA were pretty fast on Saturday night. Uh, Anthony Macri broke the 25-lap record at Port Royal. He fin- They finished a 25-lap feature in like seven minutes and seven seconds just green the check like seven minutes boom like that the whole feature gone but pretty much the same thing down at lincoln danny dietrich came from eighth uh broke the lincoln 30 lap record and won the feature there uh and i think that was like seven minutes and 50 seconds so pretty wild really fast tracks um got people in and out you know which was cool and uh yeah, that was really it. You guys have any thoughts from Dirt this past week?
1: I saw that from this past week, but I did see today. I think it's World of Outlaws Lawton is not being rescheduled.
0: Oh,
2: really? Yeah, they didn't find the just, date there yeah. for that rainout earlier in the year. Um, yeah, I don't know. I only got the Williams Grove, typical Williams Grove stuff. It's a good time, but not a lot of passing. It's kind of heavy. Just go fast. Um, yeah. At least not up front. Macri and... And Sidney started front row. Um, I guess Pat Cannon came 23rd to 11th, I guess. Um, a little bit of passing, but there was three different sprint car divisions there. So that was different. That's unique for Williams Grove. I don't know what I've ever seen that there before.
0: Yeah. I mean, as Williams Grove is usually known for just being like one lane around the bottom. And, you know, but if you can make passes there like that, charge your way up through the field, that's impressive. Um, one thing that is said here, what well, we're talking about dirt is um, and it was said in the chat here, uh, when North Wilkesboro goes to dirt, uh, there is an open weekend there where North wilkes is talking about running 410 sprint cars and it happens to be an off weekend for the world of outlaws who will already be down there getting ready for the world finals at Charlotte. So I would probably wait and see. There's probably going to be an announcement. I think that's kind of ballsy of, uh. If that does happen for the world of outlaws, because it's gonna be we don't even know I mean, I what the track's it's, gonna look like. But, like but I could said, see it happening, it makes sense.
2: Like Brett said recipe for being rough and dusty, is that right? So yeah. yeah. That checks out. And he's an expert, so <laughs> I mean he
0: is so. Yeah, yeah, he would know. He would know. <laughs> so that's gonna take us into our Jeremy Zarfos photo of the week. Want to thank Jeremy here. I see him in the chat, always bringing the fire with the heat from the with his photos from every week here in PA. This is Lucas Wolf going down the straightaway at Williams Grove on Friday night. Look at that lean, buddy. Uh, I love that car, too. That's such a good paint. Um, definitely go check out Jeremy's uh, Smug Mug, his website. You could go check it out at turn2terribles.com. There's a link. Um, and. We'll be posting all of his photos of the week here on our website as well, and he does great work. Uh, that's Jeremy Zarfos' photography right there. Shouts out, awesome photo!
1: Yeah, that's crazy. That's a sharp-looking car too. That's, it that's is. really it is. cool.
0: That's typical Williams Grove, though. I mean, you get that right front in the air, but it's hard to get those slick-ass pictures. Yeah, and only the best can do it. Jeremy Zarfos. <laughs>
1: I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting on uh, the my oof to show up on one of these.
0: (laughs) Well, we got to get the oof in there.
2: Got to get the oof. When do we go to Bath? May first, probably when we find it. Well, that's (laughs) Lincoln, right?
0: He races Lincoln, so yeah, he races Lincoln. We'll get we'll get you one. He's got some pictures of oof, so we'll we'll try to we'll try to get one of those pictures in here. We'll get a sign for you too, Josh.
1: (laughs) There you go.
0: We'll try to get maybe, maybe. I wonder if he has merch. We'll try to get you a shirt. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) all right so that's gonna take us into like i said i racing this week for us in our in nsrl big big week um we're crowning champions out here baby uh we this past monday night i don't know if we want to talk about this (laughs) uh championship four our very own Chris Lynn was involved in that championship four, thanks to his win at Talladega. That
2: was there. It was in the race, but that way.
0: He was there. He was there. I was, I was hanging out for all the laps. I was there. We also had Jaden Bingaman, Landon Lacey, and Kayla McCarthy. That was our championship four in the truck race. Uh, Landon Lacey goes on to win and win the championship. Very well-deserved. Kind of a crazy race. Uh, it was long, long, a lot of long runs. Um, Jaden started. He started pole or he started second? Uh, jumped, started, uh, yeah, Jaden started second. Jaden started second. He jumped to start took a little off like bit. a banshee. <laughs> he just took <laughs> off. That flag put him behind the eight ball. I think he might have been the fastest truck all night. I think Atlanta would even agree with that, to be honest. Right. From, from what we were talking, like Landon said, he's really good on the short
2: run. Landon was. Um, but overall, once they got going, Jaden, hands down, would just drive up and
0: wave by on the way through. So tough break for him there. Yeah, but it came down to a green-white checker finish in the end, and your championship four, one, two, three, and four, anybody's game, anybody's you know championship to win. And Lennon ends up getting a great start and 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 walking away with it. And well, it's best got best taken week.
2: out. Well, lennon has been the best <laughs> truck. lannon has been the best truck most weeks but between him and Jaden and Kayla, They've been the best in week and every week. So mm-hmm. I mean, but deserving.
0: All you can ask is to
2: have a shot there at the
0: end, and you had a shot.
2: Yeah, I was, I was there. I was in the race. Had a shot more than I expected. So like a lot of learnings. Um, hey, that's a hell of a season.
1: That's a hell of a championship four to be involved in.
2: Oh that's yeah, a, that's a yeah. It makes it it makes it fun because you know it's a lot less pressure when you're going up and you're building towards getting to that level, um, and not expected to win. But uh, yeah, seeing them all there, it's like, well, if something weird happens here, we might just you know Kyle Bush and back into this
0: one. Who knows? Yeah, it, you had a shot there at the end. You had a decent car, um, decent truck. Sorry, I always do that with the trucks. But uh, just in the end, they, those guys were pretty fast, and then. You know, Mr. Steel City Demon in the chat saying he'll take his looks now. You're damn right you will. (laughs) Uh, No, I'm kidding. Uh, Chris kind of got plowed down. Plows were down on the last lap, no matter if you were in the championship or not. and Chris got turned a little bit, but, I mean, looking back at it, Chris... What did you think? Did you think you even had a shot at it? You never knew no, the thing I was is you never knew because the other three could have got together and you would have had a shot. But right. I mean, it's, it's hard to
2: say, but it's racing. You can't expect. There's a reason why we wanted more cars there. It's, it's part of the thing. You have four championship guys. If we wanted it just to just be for those four trucks, that'd be one, a boring race to be in for me and for anyone watching it. Um, so there's other trucks. That's part of the, the race, right? And mm-hmm. um, especially when it was like race restarts. I mean, everyone has a chance to win the race there. Go, go for it. Um, one of those racing things. You go in the corner, and one guy doesn't realize you're checking up earlier, and bang bumpers, and around you go. It's just the way it is. It's how it goes sometimes. It's, yeah, you, it you is what it is. can't change it now. We just get ready for cup season here in a couple of weeks, and yeah. try to do it again.
0: Hashtags plows down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then tonight, immediately following us getting off of here, off this live stream here, one reason why we're doing it a little bit earlier than we normally will, um, we got... The Cup Championship tonight. Final Four: Tyler Isley, Uh Josh Su- Su- Susie, Dylan Clark, and Mark Sakosi are the championship going for going into tonight. Uh, Isley's my teammate. I'm rooting for him. You, you damn well know I'm gonna be trying to do everything I can to help him out. I'm um, actually I'm probably just starting to parking, but um, uh, uh, that's who I'll be rooting for. Uh, who do you guys got? I mean. All four can win. I do think Suicy's probably been the most consistent and the best overall. Um, but Clark's been very fast, especially of late. Mark's sneaky. He just is a very smart racer. He can. Um, he, he's good with strategy, and and he's just always there in the top four and the top five with a shot every week, week in week out. And Isley's, and Isley's always fast. He's just always fast. Right, and he's put so much consistency
2: so much more consistency in place over the last half of the season, not making those mistakes to take him out of races a lot of times I, he's gonna be tough it's it's tough to pick his car has raw speed and and finds ways to stay up there if it goes long green, no, not a lot of incidents, hard marks always lurking. I wouldn't want to be in this race if uh you weren't in one of those top tier levels of driver, but that's the that's the cup series so. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, Mark, I've I've seen him. Mark's putting in the time. He's been running. Um, Susie has been the man to beat all year.
2: Yeah, It's hard um, to vote yeah. against Susie just because he's been so dominant at yeah. so many different points in the year. But one mistake, and he's out of the race. So.
1: Yep. And uh, Iceley's Isley, been super, super fast. He's just got to keep all four under him tonight and yeah. get to the end.
0: Um, I think that's the main thing with Tyler is he's just got to – Stay calm, cool, and collected, and know that his speed is fast enough and, and not to over, to to push it too hard and take himself out of the race.
1: I think, you know, Dylan Clark's fast. He's just got to make sure his internet gets him to the end of the race.
2: <laughs> you just got to yeah. get that bucket of talent, bud.
0: <laughs> We're going to be ordering 30 pieces of talent. Yeah. Big bucket, big bucket. <laughs> uh, th- so next week... uh. We you know we talked about the truck series. We'll be crowning our champions at the NSRL Awards Banquet next week, April twenty seventh at eight p.m. Uh, we will be that's we'll be doing a podcast next week, but we will also be hosting the awards banquet live. Uh, be pretty cool to do. We have some awards up that people are voting on, and uh, we will also be interviewing and talking to the the league owners and the champions from each series and, and giving out some awards and, and talking to a bunch of different people throughout the series and just talking about the season. I mean, the cup series, man, I mean, it's, Trucks this year was just a starter. It was only 16 races, but the cup series, man, we've been doing it for almost 40 weeks now. <laughs> so it's, it's a long grueling road and we're about to start another one here in a couple of weeks, but it's, it, it'll be really cool. I think to get everybody together and uh just kind of reflect on the past almost year that we have raced yeah. together on Wednesday Great. nights so it's 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 cool i think it's it's something that's going to be really fun and we we'll, hope whether you're involved with NSRL or not if you're just a fan of us come check it out i think it'll be fun it'll be something different and uh yeah yeah i'm, I'm really excited, excited for, for
1: it i think it, you know i think it's going to be i'd say it's probably going to be a little bit more of a longer one for us it's going to be you know, but it's going to be a good time and more of a looser Thing just kind of hanging out with our friends that we've made over the last year, and
0: absolutely, that's how this all started. Right, forty weeks ago, we I didn't know, I didn't know Josh, and you know, and this would never have happened. You know what I mean? I kind of knew Chris from the Posty League, you know, obviously, but I mean, I should say kind of, but you know what no, I mean? No, you kind of. It
2: was only like at that point. <laughs> <you> know, I'm <laughs> in the league because of you, I think we might know Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, and to talk about the posse league real quick, last night we had uh, four tens at Lernerville and three sixties for posse after dark at Williams Grove. Aiden Burli Big Shocker <laughs> sweeps them <of> both. <laughs> Is there Dude, any need to update so that?
1: I'll just say every week it seems like so far it's just been both series. It's either
0: him or Trevor Royer, man. It's just it's been tough. It's been uh, they're tough guys to beat, but it makes everybody better. I'm not complaining that he, <laughs> he wins. Right. So was what Aiden.
2: Trevor Warrior and Jeremy, right? We were the top three last night, I believe? Or is it yes. Yes, Sa- four tens,
0: yes. Or Savinsky get up there. Savinsky. I can't remember who it was in the three sixties, but I know I got lapped by them, that's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> so talking about next week, before we get out of here. Um Nascar, Talladega, all three series and I uh, and uh I'm correct in saying that this time. Um, <laughs> the Xfinity series. Nobody but, knows that
1: happened last time
0: i i mistake oh. it But well, they video. do know they
2: do know because yeah. they went and watched the podcast like nice loyal viewers <laughs> <laughs> i i
0: said last week that all three series were going to be at bristol thinking xfinity was running dirt for some reason but i'm dumb Jeremy Zarfos confirmed confirmed in the chat confirmed um but nascar Dega next week is always fun xfinity is going to be interesting on saturday uh, you got Jeffrey Earnhardt in the RCR number three. You got Earnhardt in the number three, with Larry McReynolds as the crew chief, and you're gonna have Dale Jr. in the booth in the Cup Series, as we kind of alluded to before. What do you, what do you guys think this upcoming week?
1: I think it's gonna be cool. I think that's a really cool, just you know, thing for RCR to do to get Larry Mack to get Earnhardt in the three. I think I think that's I think it's cool. Think- you know, it's cool tip of the cap.
0: For sure.
2: Yeah, Chris? anytime you have you bring him back. I mean, clearly you're going. It's a good opportunity for Jeffrey, I think, um, to maybe get a bigger opportunity down the road. Um, Dale Jr. is obviously can change a lot of things. He really like he saved North Wilkesboro, so um, yeah, that's true. He can, he's pretty much NASCAR Jesus at this point. Um, so you get him around, you have ratings go up, and Larry Mack, he's not. Hasn't been on the booth in forever, but he's been doing all his homework for the broadcast. I think it's just more. I think they're actively trying to have a really good broadcast to, in some degree this week. I'm sure he's working with Fox in some way too, in yeah, race type cool. stuff. So yeah, you could be able um, to check in with them throughout the
0: race and stuff. Yeah, I think I would say it's going to be exciting. Talladega is always exciting. Yeah, I I, I think the next gen car with this package and everything. I think I'd like I like I like Daytona. Atlanta was pretty wild. You know, we'll see how Talladega goes. I think it's gonna put on a good race. Yeah. Um, big week here in PA, uh, dirt wise. Tonight, right now, as we're doing this, Bridgeport's going on in New Jersey. PA posse and outsiders. Um, like I said, weather's not looking great. You got you kind of see some outsiders coming in. Um, tomorrow night, I'm so excited for this. Five minutes from my house, uh, the All Star Circuit of Champions, first time ever. Uh coming to Bloomsburg-Fair uh, uh Speedway. Uh, for, first time for 410s on that track. Uh, just a new track that opened last year. We got uh, Christopher Bell and Alex Bowman will be there tomorrow night. Um, they're both there tonight at Bridgeport uh, racing 410 sprint cars, as well as a lot of other outsiders coming in. So that'll be exciting to see. And then we also got the All-Stars at Williams Grove uh, on Friday, Port Royal on Saturday. And then not an all-star race, but a, uh, a bigger paying race that a lot of all-stars would probably go to. Uh, the, race, the the Tilly Classic at Sealand's Grove on Sunday night. Five nights in a row here in PA. Pretty early to be doing that, uh, but a lot of them are coming. You have Dominic Celsey coming out from California. You have Geo Celsey from California coming out. And like I said, you have Alex Bowman and Christopher Bell running here tomorrow night. It's going to be pretty cool. And Jeremy Zarifos will be there. That's for sure. Chris, you're coming up tomorrow. I'll be there tomorrow. Um, Plan is, potentially
2: all three, the next three anyway, um, Bloomsburg, Williams
0: Grove, Port Royal. Got to work Sunday, so we'll not be at Sealand's Grove. Wah, wah. I plan on going, obviously, tomorrow night, Port Royal on Saturday, and Sealand's Grove on Sunday. So definitely keep it tuned in to our social media, and uh, we'll be giving you guys some content. Uh, maybe we'll try to get into the pits maybe tomorrow night and maybe get, you know, a quick word with Christopher Bell and Alex Bowman maybe. I don't know. I doubt it, but we'll try.
1: <laughs> or a video Good of one. Jimmy getting arrested and drug out of there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey. That is Content. much more likely. Content sells, <laughs> Bo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then Formula One will be in Italy. Uh, they have a sprint race on Saturday and Grand Prix on Sunday. One of those sprint races and i think uh, i i know indy car i don't think indy is racing anywhere this week but yeah, i know they're uh... te- they're testing at indy so they were testing at indy today i saw that um Helio Castroneves had a wreck and um yeah they're testing today and tomorrow so yeah so starting next monday we will be doing this we'll be live streaming the podcast here mondays eight o'clock eastern time uh we will also have the NSRL awards banquet uh april twenty seventh at 8, eight p.m next wednesday um, thank you guys all we had quite a few viewers in here uh thank you guys for all coming out giving you know dropping in the chat hanging out with us for about an hour and hey
1: um, and and hanging out real quick shout out to uh, four new subscribers since last time it's Briggs Swope, um, jeremy zarfos Camden Jester and Thunder Gaming Network, and uh, I don't know, I don't remember if this is confirmed, but we're also going to be doing the draw for the clash at the banquet.
0: Ooh, I did not know oh, that. Oh, I'm excited oh, for that one. Though. That Breaking I'm news! Pretty sure that's what we're doing. <laughs> Breaking news! You heard it here first. <laughs> Infield turned to terrible confirmed news right there. <laughs> but as always, thank you guys for subscribing. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for for hanging out with us. Uh, check us out on all our social media go to turn2terribles.com for everything turn2terribles uh, we're constantly improving every week and uh, let us know what you guys want to hear us talk about let us know what uh what we're doing wrong whatever you know what i mean uh but either way thanks for thanks for everything yep so thank you all right guys Yep. have a, good night. Have a great night and see you guys next week